something that I'm going to show to you right now. Okay. I have no idea what this is. So It's, it's a fun little thing. If this is a it's reaction a, video, then... It's a visual thing. Um, this I'm is a reaction show, audio. I'm, I'm going to show it to you. Now, these are basically like uh, what they would use to make the print for new belts. That's okay. basically what it is. And so, if you look closely, these are all WCW belts. Uh, there's a television, a US, and a world title. Yes. With the 2000 WCW logo. So basically, I'm thinking these were for the Eric Bischoff uh, new WCW that never came to be. Yeah. Um, what do you think of them? Um... I I don't know what you well they're okay. They're yeah, they're they're okay. What do you think of the big goal belt being swapped out for that belt? Do I just not see the world title? It's kinda upside down up top. Oh. I didn't even see it. <laughs> Why is it so much smaller than everything else? Um I think it's just the way it is. I think they're all the same No, that just says World Championship Wrestling. No, it says World Champion on it. It says World Championship Wrestling, the one I'm seeing. Um, there's a TV title, a US title, and the world title. Is in that picture? Yes. Which one is it? The one up top to the... Oh, it's the Cruiserweight title. Oh, never <laughs> mind. Because it's upside down, I couldn't tell. <laughs> but, yeah, so they basically were making all new belts for... The new show that never came to be the the U.S. title looks like almost like a little bit like the U.S. The TV had. one has the same shape too. It's got that weird oval. Yeah, they kind of kept the shape, but they look completely different. Yeah, um, the U.S. title has like a map of the continental U.S. on it with the WCW like 2000 logo plastered over it and a United States flag plastered over New York and New England. <laughs> you can't tell me that wasn't done. Unintentionally. Let me see that. Um, yeah, the the you US see the, the nuance now. The U.S. flag is is covering up New England and New York. Sure is. <laughs> no, WWF is known as now, New York and down south. So. Is the uh, is the flagpole? I don't know which one's Georgia. Is the flagpole planted in Georgia? Um. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's right on the Georgia Tallahassee line. No, it's not on the it's not on the Florida Georgia line. It's more on the Alabama Georgia line. I don't know which states are which. I, I, I'm confusing <laughs> Alabama and Mississippi. I think I, I don't know which one's which. I haven't looked at a map in... Tallahassee. I meant to say Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> Tallahassee. 
jackass. Tallahassee's Florida, bud. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, it looks like it's right on the. I feel like the Georgia. I feel like that's for sure intentional. Well, yeah. So. So I guess if it was intentional, it'd be right in the middle. Yeah, but. Yeah. Right, the park it right there on Bad Street, USA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he he showed. I guess I thought it was a world title, but it's a cruiserweight title. So my bad. But uh, I don't know. Don't really like him. I'm glad WCW folded. Yeah, they they kind of like they looked like juiced up versions of the ones they already had. Yeah, that's kind of JMR's specialties. The the big eagle was just the uh, the winged eagle. If they rebooted WCW, up. like I I get those. Yeah, sure. Because um, you like it's not straying too far from the ones. I mean, the cruiserweight title is a little different, but the. Uh, the U.S. title and the TV <coughs> title are similar, but they're they're a new version. So, uh, I guess that leads into it being the first podcast of the the new decade. Welcome to 2020. Yep, are you Barbara Walters. I wish, <laughs> for a lot of reasons. The the vagina. Number one, yes. <laughs> All right. I wonder how much dick Barbara Walters got. I'm sure she had her full. Yeah. Her fill, excuse me. <laughs> oh, definitely her fill. <laughs> she had a Phil, a Rob, a Tom. A Brutus. <laughs> well, I guess this is Brutus. <laughs> <laughs> um, Welcome back. Well, guess this is Terry. <laughs> I'm going to put it right there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> They say your heart is made out of stone You got me hanging by a string My friends don't tell me you're back to the bone Won't you please give your bone to me Whoa, you're the one The only one Hope the only one for me From that very first look You've got me down on my knees When you turned on the charm I heard the alarm I should have called the police Whoa, you're the one The only one Oh, the only one for me
Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I guess before we cover Wrestle Kingdom, which I feel like is going to take a while. You have to explain a lot of it to me, though, so. Yeah. Because I haven't um, seen it yet. What do you think of uh, Wild Card Weekend and the good old NFL? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I texted you what I told. I was sitting there watching the game with Dan and Cicchini and our friend Paul and uh, the Patriots-Titans uh, game. And with 15 seconds left, um, before they even got the ball, it's like, Brady's going to throw a, uh, an interception for his last play. <laughs> and they were just both looking at me. They're all looking at me just like, all right. And then it fucking happened. And I was like, Pick holy six. shit. <laughs> I, well, I mean, if you think about it, though, like, um, it's what you kind of thought was going to happen. Like, Brady gets the ball, throws a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's classic Tom Brady. <laughs> Uh, I guess I didn't realize how seriously I how serious I was about me rooting for the Bills over the Patriots because I like was a little deflated and did not care about what happened in that Patriots game. No, I, I, I watched all of it, which I, is probably I kind of thought that was what's going to happen. Um, they weren't very good this year. The record at the beginning of the season kind of didn't show who they were really, which was their second half selves, which was a not good. Team. Yeah, yeah, no. They, they were they, they were sh- bad, but they weren't good. I loved it when he got the intentional false starts and and uh, delay of games. Vrabel oh, and yeah. Belichick's losing his fucking mind on the side. I'm just like, I fucking love this. <laughs> um, I was looking at that. I was just like, I, uh, a Patriot then got uh, an encroachment penalty. Yeah. <laughs> that drove me up the wall. I was like, all that happened was you just cost yourselves 15 seconds, you fucking idiot. Yeah. How does that not get coached Like, out? you finally, you got your way to the end of it. Yeah. So then it's four, after about five minutes of them just being idiots, it was fourth and nine, the way it, like, basically started. <laughs> so... But they burned, like, two minutes off the clock. With yeah, that, that game sucked. It's not even worth talking about. It wasn't a good Honestly, game. Honestly... I didn't watch the Bills game. Uh, so I was getting a wonderful dinner while that was going on. I, I, I caught the, we caught the end. So uh, me too. Okay. The, uh, we went to a place that had BYOB. So we got a bottle of wine and, and uh, we manjed cause it was an Italian place. But we got back I'm like, ah, and I, I refreshed the phone cause I was going to have to steal it. And by the time I got a stream up, I figured the game was going to be over. And then they somehow got the fucking ball back after Houston went on fourth and one. Yeah. So I got the stream back up to watch the end and watch him kick the field goal. Then I, I feel like Buffalo probably still should have won that game. There was some sus. Also, Josh Allen for sure has a concussion. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, he he got hit really hard. Yeah, and then he threw. It was helmet to helmet. They didn't call it. And then, he but he's threw, a ru- they, he's a runner, so I get, don't know the exact rules on. Dudes should have slid. It, it, you can't go helmet to helmet as a defender. That's an automatic penalty, no matter what. Um, doesn't matter who's running the ball. If if you lower your head to hit the guy, whether it's in the shoulders or neck or head, you get a penalty. That's the way they've explained the rule this year. Um, okay, but but after that, he threw th- two passes that were just like a completely con- off target. A concussed guy throwing passes in an NFL playoff game, one hundred percent for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and that sucked because it's like, what are you gonna do? Like, take him out of the game at the most crucial moment. I, I love Deshaun Watson. Him dodging those that 
He's get, him oh, getting Eli, out of that sack. The Eli play. That, Eli wishes <laughs> that was the Eli play. He wasn't. Eli still. I still think Eli's that was down. The David Tyree catch. Yeah, play. it was exactly. I, the I still think Eli should have been down watching yeah. that. Now no, he was. He was good. He, it was. But no, he was down by contact. Yeah. Um, but Deshaun Watson just didn't go down. No. Oh wow, there's. It's so much more impressive than the Eli Manning one. Oh, well, so, it was, it was more athletic for sure. And like, um, it, was, it just reminded me so much of that play. For a team with a lot of exciting players, Houston's so fucking boring. Uh, only like it, I've it, seen a few Houston games this year. Like, uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins like dove for a touchdown catch in the end zone. It was like one of the most incredible catches of the year. Yeah, but then they, their other fucking twenty possessions are like, yeah, they're running the ball. Man, I don't know. It's just not exciting to me. Yeah, I like the players on a team. The the quarterback selection in the playoffs this year is interesting, especially on the AFC side. Um, we have two mobile quarterbacks who are accurate passers too. Yeah, so it's like they find. Well, Lamar Jackson's not super accurate. His deep ball's good. Um, he's he he had a game where his passer rating was like near perfect. Oh, I'm sure he did. He's much better than he used to be, but I wouldn't I wouldn't put him in a, the accurate passer. I think everyone thinks he's an accurate passer because he's much more accurate he, than he, Vic ever was. He proved it this year, though, I think. Last year, he was sort of like a good mobile quarterback. This year, he's clearly the MVP. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like nobody else even comes close. No, I don't want this to sound like I'm talking shit on Lamar Jackson. He's probably only going to get better as long as like he doesn't get fucking annihilated because um, he's going to take a, a real hit one of these times. Yeah. So what do you think of uh, the the NFC side? Well, just to be clear, <laughs> I, you and I pre- shared the same thought on, on what happened. With predictions the for these games, I'm 0 for 4. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> I really wish if Russo was booking the playoffs. <laughs> this is what would happen. <laughs> yeah. McCown wins the Super Bowl. Oh. And Carson Wentz is just like, really? Again? <laughs> But like they have no players at on yeah. the team at that point. They're half practice squad. Yeah, exactly. No, and then, also, you shouldn't even have been in the playoffs. That made me do the math as to what the lowest quick math, what the worst record you could have and still win your division and make the playoffs is. Do you know what it is? I'm guessing it would be five and eleven. Three and thirteen. Three and thirteen. Okay. If you went, if every team in the division went five hundred and lost every game against every other. Opponent, someone would have to win that division at three and thirteen, and God damn it, I want it. <laughs> Eventually, I mean, three and thirteen Cowboys. They would win the home game too. Oh, you're thinking the Mike McCarthy Cowboys? Yeah, are gonna the, the, play, Mike, the playoffs <laughs> next year, are you? Yeah. Um, and we need the fat coach. Um, I so I'm, I don't know who I'm rooting for now. I think it's the Titans. I, I think it's the. Two fucking six seeds I'm rooting for at this point. Well, uh, interesting thing about the NFC is that if Seattle and the Vikings win their games, very unlikely, but if they do, then it'll be the first time in NFL history that a five seed plays a six seed. That could that could happen. Um, Seattle, very possible. Minnesota, eh, less possible. Yeah, they're good it, it though. Could, but I don't see it happening. Oh. I mean, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is good enough where he could go on a run. He could have his Flacco run. Okay. 
Eh, they have a really good receiving core. They're really good in a very, very good running back. Oh, yeah. Delvin Their defense Cook. is pretty good. Delvin Cook is really good. He's uh, the worst part of that team. Cook? No. Kirk Cousins. Oh, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, for sure. Um, but he was good. I mean, that I didn't, uh, that feeling play was... Uh, I said Vikings were going to win last week on here, but I, I was looking at it like more like the, a joke. Like, I, like Drew Brees sucked. Um, how do you suck with Michael Thomas on your team? He just had a bad game. Yeah. I, he was not good. Yeah, I, I had them in my... Uh, you, you made my, the right decision. My NFL fantasy thing, I thought the Saints were going to go all the way. I was like, Saints are fucking winning the NFC for sure this year. Like, they're mad. They have- I thought you picked him in. Did you actually do that lineup that you sent me? Yes. Oh, so you can't pick him again? No. It also means I don't get like, any multipliers. What do you mean? So if I picked, if the team, if the Saints won, everyone I had in the Saints would have a times two bonus on them. Oh. And so now I only have like two bonuses on my. Isn't that poor planning if you thought they were going to win then? No, it means I'm unlucky. It means now I, I like I have Bal- everyone in Baltimore going now. I'm just like, you're going to win the Super Bowl. If you so. thought they were going to win the Super Bowl, then the last week of your fantasy thing, you have one team to pick from. No, um, the last week you have two teams to pick from. Um, you just set a lineup of whoever. Yeah, but if you used all the Saints players, you don't get to use them the last week. Yeah, you do. You get multipliers. After every team, if the longer you have a player uh, on your team, the oh, the so if the if if so if, if they if win, the team you f- pick the Super Bowl and you pick those players, you can pick them again. Yeah. Okay. And you get a multiplier if you keep them. Oh, okay. So yeah, you didn't do good. No, I, I cut, but I had Kelsey as my tight so, end. So that's why you picked them all. I thought you were picking them all because you thought they were going to lose. That's why you're showing it to me. No, I picked. Uh, the Saints because I thought they were going to win and go to the Super Bowl. And I thought, you know, it'll be awesome to have fucking Drew Brees with a four times multiplier. Uh, uh, you know, everyone else in the Saints with a four times multiplier going into the Super Bowl. I'm like, oh, give me that fucking money. But nope, now I'm coughing my money up because that, yeah. that shit ain't happening. <laughs> well, I mean, see what happens this week. Yeah, well, well, like I said, other people who probably pick Baltimore's players are getting a two times multiplier this week. Well, I don't have that. That's true. And then Baltimore wins again, three time multiplier. Baltimore wins again, four time multiplier. So there, I don't think there's any chance I can win. No, you're probably dead. <laughs> so I thought by picking the NFC side, which I thought for sure would have been the same. You just side. have to pick wacky players and hope that something bullshit happens. No, I'm going with uh, who I think will go all the way now. Ravens players and I, I have Kelsey and oh I still have I do have Derek Henry with a two times multiplier that was really nice <laughs> <laughs> that'll be nice to have next this week because even if he loses I'll still get like forty points off him I think I get fucking killed and they'll keep it close they'll lose but they'll keep it close I think they'll get killed and then come back at the end but yeah, it's not, garbage time but, yeah they're gonna be yeah. a, a garbage time comeback that's oh god what a it, sh- would, it wouldn't surprise me if they went up early and then that wouldn't shock me either back. actually yeah it's kansas city <coughs> it wouldn't shock me if any, you know what if they were playing baltimore i'd say that but if they were playing baltimore baltimore would just kill them yeah it wouldn't shock me to see a team just like come in and shock kansas city it's, that it team. happens all the time every yeah. year 
Um, but yeah, so. But yeah, I don't know. I might not really care anymore. I might just like look at the scores the next day. No, I'll watch the games. They're, they're still good football games, but not so much this weekend. <laughs> uh, the NFC games were garbage. The, the way the Saints lost on that, like, push-off was, like, you can't even review that. Like, you can't look at that. and You can't just pretend. You can't even clearly see pushed off there. Like, I'm just yeah, like, I don't think you can overturn that, but, eh. I mean, it, was, it wasn't that bad, but you should, they should have looked at it. It wasn't, but, yeah. If you overturn that, then it's like, the, that, the, the fix is in on that one. The play uh, before that, though, where... Um, Cousins threw like a forty-five yard pass. I was like, "Holy shit!" That the was Vikings are actually gonna win this game. Yeah, that was kind of was like, "Oh, they're actually gonna win!" Like, because it kind of looked like that drive was gonna stall. Like, that was a wonderful pass. Too. I didn't believe it until that happened. I was like, "Oh, they are gonna win!" All right. He also hit um, he hit Diggs on a pass on that drive. Like, okay, yeah, okay. It was like a twenty yarder. Yeah, twenty yarder. Yeah, but that was probably the best game out of all of them. Um, the fucking Seattle Eagles game was. That's terrible. probably the probably the one we didn't watch was the best one. No, that game was so terrible. Uh, the Bills, like, I, 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 we were watching. Yeah, but the last twenty minutes of that game was like fucking. It was edgy a seat. Um, Stressful. We were watching Wrestle Kingdom while that was game was happening, and uh, we were, I was looking at my phone. I was like, "Holy crap! The Bills are up sixteen to nothing." Look at that. And then Dan came down the stairs like two, three minutes later going, oh, yeah, it's 1611. 19-16. I just looked at my phone before I left. Bills were, uh, Texans had no points. And then I just saw that they scored 11 points in like two minutes. Yeah. So I was just like, ah, god damn it. There goes that fun story. Yep. There goes that every fucking, every wild card team wins. Yeah. Almost. So close. So breaking news. Yeah, blow my mind. This year in the Men's Royal Rumble, Brock Lesnar is entering at number one and defending the WWE Championship. <laughs> really? Against everyone. <laughs> this this Rumble is going to probably be either the best or worst, depending on your outlook on life. Now, is this going to be... So, she said it was gonna. If it was gonna bring me back in, I was gonna start watching at the Rumble, anyways. I love the Royal Rumble. Me too. When the, even when the product sucks, I still like WrestleMania and I still like the Royal Rumble. So yeah. I'm not gonna deprive myself of those things. Yeah. Um, now is it gonna so, be a a, a uh, Masato Tanaka Mike Awesome Taz situation? What do you mean? Where like Brock Lesnar's eliminated with three guys in the ring. Before number four comes out, Brock Lesnar's gone. I mean, that could happen. Where Lesnar gets eliminated earlier, I I don't see. Isn't he hurt? I don't see him lasting a full hour. That's a lot of. That's a lot of work for Brock. I I see him crushing a lot of dudes, doing a lot of suplexes for like ten minutes, and then getting popped by like, I don't know, Drew McIntyre, someone. So. Lesnar comes out. Uh, Lesnar's one. Braun Strowman's two. Um, oh, I guess people from SmackDown could compete in it. Uh, we are Big Show's three. 
Mabel's four. Mabel's dead. Yeah, yeah. Mean Jeans four. <laughs> yep. Uh, Jerry's four. What are these? Like every like monster. You're just looking for some hosses. Hosses. And then they, they Lars Sullivan, Lars Sullivan, <laughs> big gay Lars Sullivan, in his new drag queen gimmick. Oh my god, that would be the worst. <laughs> Who better than Lars? <laughs> Canyon, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Lars Sullivan did that big splash in that ladder match. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hey, Brock's done early. So and then Brock's done for a while. Brock Brock beats thirty people, retains the WWE championship at the Royal Brock Rumble. just throws out re- revolving members of the New Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the twenty nine, three times seven, three times eight, three times nine. So like it's the nine faces of Kofi. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a unicorn gimmick. He's got a dude love gimmick. And then he just goes. They just eventually go through like Dungeon of Doom gimmicks. Yeah, yeah. the shark. Yeah, the yeti. Um, so yeah, if that's was gonna what was gonna bring you in, I guess that would be it. Yeah, but it's interesting. Uh, Do you know what that probably means? They don't got a whole lot of surprises planned for the Rumble this year. Nope. Um, I was thinking that too. Um, I feel like everyone who would be like a surprise entrant to the Rumble is way too old now. I'm like Jake the Snake. Nope, not gonna happen. Scott Hall. Nope, not gonna happen. Uh, like nobody else is really. I mean, there's one, but who? Edge. Yeah. I mean, because that seems like it's all but done. I mean, there's one really big one that they're not gonna do. <laughs> what would that be, brother? What's that? What would, that, what, what would that be, brother? CM Punk. Oh yeah. Um, so I, I was also thinking about this. Not that it's going to happen. In theory, since CM Punk's employed by Fox, couldn't he, in theory, wrestle for AEW? Yeah. That would be like a fucking CM Punkiest move there ever has been. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. That would be so fucking awesome. He goes to Fox to talk shit on WWE, and then he wrestles on AEW. Oh, that'd be so great. It's not going to happen, but like that's that's my fantasy booking I got going on. Yeah, so uh, my fantasy booking was Omega and the Bucks show up at Wrestle Kingdom. Did not happen. Um, So I don't think you're wrong about them doing something in New Japan, because... Like there was very like deliberate geotagging in Instagram stories. Um, very deliberate that they were telling you where they were, it's like to get you off of the New Japan scent. Because I, you, I mean, we weren't the only people saying that. Yeah, um, I think most people are just like this is the first Wrestle Kingdom without Omega, and I'm like that was really the only thing it was missing. Um, other than that, it was fucking two days of just awesome wrestling. Uh, best match. Uh, best match was probably Abushi versus Okada. Okay, who's better than Okada Naito? Um, that match was also very good. Like, I'm I'm trying to say, um, like what was best? There was four or five like very good matches. Like Zack Sabre Junior versus Sonata was really good. 
Um, I wouldn't rank it as the, one of the best, but Jericho Tanahashi was really good. Um, Naito Jay White was okay, but um, Will Ospreay versus uh, Hiranmu Takahashi was one of the best matches. Was there anything bad? Uh, that's what it's. Well, that's the thing about Wrestle Kingdom. Nothing's really bad. There's just like a whole lot of like stuff. You know, you know what I mean? Like, especially the first day, there was like uh, a five-on-five tag match with like Jushin Liger. Because that was his last match, right? No, his last match was the second day. Oh, gotcha. Um, gotcha. So the first day it was a ten-man tag, and it was like Liger, the Great Sasuke, like a bunch of like legends squaring off, and Liger took the pinfall in that match against uh, Taguchi, who feuded with Finn Balor like a few years ago. Okay. Um, his last match was uh, Hiramu Takahashi pinning him as well. So he took he went out on his back two nights in a row. <laughs> um, and so that was sort of the end of Liger, was losing twice. Liger fit a lot of shit in to his career. Yeah, he did a long one. In a long one, he did a lot of shit. Yeah. He wrestled for every company, pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah. Like, even WWE, technically. Yeah. yeah he, re- <coughs> he had to get that Tyler Breeze match in. That was awesome, too. It was awesome, yeah. <laughs> um, it was just cool that it happened, never mind the fact that it was actually a good match. Um, so, yeah. Like, was he ever in ECW? I'm sure. Because I remember Hayabusa and uh, Jinsei Shinsaki were there, but not him. Um, I'll give it a quick Google machine. Because I know he was in WCW. Um, yeah. He was even in WCW towards the end when, like, Hooventude was there. Because um, he wrestled him, and, like, that was good. Uh, pro- I, I know he did Ring of Honor. I saw him at Shikara. Um... He didn't do AEW though. Oh, that's that's too bad, pal. <laughs> uh, he oh yeah, I guess he didn't, huh? <laughs> Missed that one. Maybe um maybe he didn't. Because I don't remember him ever being there. I also don't remember uh, Jimmy Snuka being in ECW, but he was the Eastern Championship Wrestling, and that shit sucks. I guess that that is forgivable. Jushin Liger without his mask looks like fucking. Why is that not Jushin Lego without his mask? That's not Jushin Lego without his mask. I'll say that looks like fucking Kevin Owens, but it is. (laughs) 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 It was Kevin Owens this whole time? (laughs) Yeah, it was Kevin Owens the whole time. Liger, Steen, Liger. (laughs) Wow, that's a hell of a fat suit they got for uh, (laughs) Kevin Owens. Um, but you know it was weird. Uh, everyone except for Sonata and Wilson Gabernabes de Japan uh, has a title now, and Sonata had a title match and lost. Yeah. I'm like, I kick was him out. out. I was like, why did they do that? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, I guess it was a Rev Pro title. It wasn't a, a New Japan title, so they probably couldn't turn it. The show. There's a lot of uh, other titles defended on this. Uh, well, the AEW title wasn't um, defended. It was a shot at the AEW title that was defended, I guess. Did Jericho win? Jericho won. Yeah. Jericho tapped out Tanahashi. Cool. With the lion tamer. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, at first he didn't like really have it on right, and then he, he had it on right, and then I was like, yes, I love it when he fucking brings this out. When he does it the real way? The real way. Yep. Um, it, who did commentary? Um, Kevin Kelly, and I was going to mention how much I miss Don Callis. Because they work together so Oh, well. yeah, it is Don Callis. No, it's... Uh, oh, he's not? Rocky Romero and one other guy who's like part of the New Zealand connection that owns New Japan now, or runs New Japan now. And, uh, yeah, I really miss Don Callis. And Don Callis is pretty great. He Well, he's just like that shitty heel, like... Yeah. He, like, knows how to speak. So it, it just worked. Kevin Kelly is very dry and right down the middle, and literally nothing about him. He is plain toast. And Don Callis is, you know, a little bit of jelly, a little bit of jam. Yeah. <laughs> Wettens up the palate a little bit. Yeah, he's, he's that avocado spread. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was weird. Avocado, yeah, not a particularly <laughs> spicy. You can make it spicy. Yeah. Okay. It's a hot sauce and avocado toast. Yeah, I would, I would eat that. Yeah, it's probably pretty good. All right. <laughs> All right. We agree. So, moving on. <laughs> the yeah, the commentary was definitely not that great. Um, like they, you could tell that it was just like they don't want to use Impact. They don't want to use Don Callis anymore. So they just threw in whoever. Well, they're also they're expanding this year, right? Well, their Access show is done. Like they, they, I guess to stay on Access, they had to like work with Impact, and they said we would rather lose our. TV show than work with Impact, so they lost the, their Access show. What aren't they having a an American there's, branch? There's still an, well, they still have that. Um, I think there's the intention to branch out to America, um, but now without the Access show, it's definitely sort of up in the air. That's why I think the AW uh, coalition could work. I mean, um, there's room for it. Um, AW needs something to sort of bolster interest right now i think and having them feud with new japan it would be just the thing they need to really make their show interesting and what, more interesting than nxt on a week-to-week basis i guess when's the well the, the, what they would have going for them is i imagine it would probably be touring yeah and it wouldn't be a full new japan it would probably be like the the sea show of like eighties WWF. I think for it to work, they the really only way for it to work would for like for like between New Japan's tours to have like Okada, Tanahashi. Yeah, yeah, that's and, exactly and what I'm Naito saying. Show up. Yeah, like, but least. like everyone gets a turn. I was thinking like full on like New Japan versus AEW cards, like not just one either. I'm just thinking aside from an AEW thing. Oh well. They could have like a when worlds collide, twenty twenty. Yeah, they they would have their New Japan like America shows for like um, that'll happen. But like I just don't know like like this year like they couldn't get visas for it, so like their dojo guys had to do almost all of the matches, and I guess it got really bad reviews. I never watched it, but yeah, I mean the young boys. <laughs> well. That's what I mean. Like those guys were just like thrust on the show because they couldn't get anyone else over. So there's always that. That's a hurdle 
But I would after this weekend, I'd really love to see New Japan versus AEW. Um, one thing funny about the Jericho match was that like he looked like like this is me saying it too, so like whatever. But he looked super out of shape, and he had his weight belt on sideways. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Like I don't even know if he tried to fix it, but like it was like I was just like, man, this is a weird version of Chris Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> I like fat Chris Jericho. Like it's. Um, someone made the meme uh, already a little bit of the chubbly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hogan yeah. wouldn't drop the title to him because he wasn't tan enough. Yeah, um, he did. He did look kind of pale. Yeah. <laughs> um, but and he's yeah. wearing Sting's makeup. He's fat like Sting was at that pay per view. Yeah. Go, going against Tanahashi, who's in like insanely good shape. <laughs> like it just it just m- drew more attention to it. You're not facing Janela tonight, brother. Oh man. But yeah, he looked he looked rough. But the match was good, so whatever. Yeah, I don't care. He did the He's uh, also like How old is Jericho? Like? He's turned 50 this year. Yeah. Like, he did the springboard dropkick. Like no problem. I'm just like, ah, oh, he's working he still works like as good as he ever did, so He does. It's just it's just weird looking now. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. Like uh, he's still great. So uh on a side note from for Jericho, I guess he and his wife are renewing their wedding vows. Aw. Uh-huh. So he's probably gonna get divorced in the next couple of years. <laughs> Give me a good picture of this shit. Um But it just makes me think that like Brutus or Judas is totally about fucking him being unfaithful to his wife, and that's why she's always around now. There's a picture of him doing the drop kick, and he looks like jacked. <laughs> like, like how misleading that picture is. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, he's not like super. No, like, I think he just has old guy skin. That's what it is. Yeah, I think that's most of what it is. I mean, that's what just happens. Yeah. He has normal aged guy skin. <laughs> but just going against Tanahashi, it looks even worse. It was pointed out even more so than normal. And his weight belt's on sideways. Well, he's got like uh, the old like 50 shooter height of his trunks. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah, you wear them above your belly button so you don't have to do the sit-ups. Also, I'm Harley Race now. <laughs> if you don't hit him, I'll hit you. Um, I need a Harley Race, LJN. How am I supposed I, I also, to drink I, this if it isn't open? I also need like a steady form of income to be able to buy a <laughs> Harley Race, LJN at this point. Um, nah. No, I'm gonna chill out for a couple of weeks and yeah, you know. just do some uh, sad work. Yeah. Um, what else happened to the first night? I'm trying to think. Jay White versus Naito was kind of meh. Whatever. I I didn't really care for it. It was a good match. It wasn't bad, but like that's the whole thing about New Japan is that, like a lot of their stuff was just, like I'm just kind of waiting for the the next thing almost. Um. Like the John, like the whole time I was watching the tag title match, they they said like, "Oh, Moxley versus Archer is next for the U.S. title." I'm like, "Yeah, just get me to that." Then, okay, I wish I could time hop forward to that. How was that? 
Um, the first night, it was it was okay. Uh, Moxley threw some of the most worked knees ever, so I started calling them AEW knees because <laughs> of the uh, the guy would, would throw the punches. Yeah, because um, it was that like not close. It was the same idea, like very much not connecting with any of them. And he did it like a couple times, and I was just like, "Oh, that was the same thing. It didn't come close." But <sighs> it was good. Other than that, I don't I, know what it is with AEW guys not working. I mean, working super loose, exposing the business. Yeah, they're making them look like pussies. <laughs> um. So then, then so Juice Robinson and David Finley won the IWGP tag titles. And then the next night, Juice Robinson got a shot at the U.S. title. So there was a chance he could have walked out with two titles, too. He didn't, but there was a chance he could have. And I was like, well, did you pad? why are you just putting all your titles on a couple guys? Because it sounds like there's too many fucking belts. Way too many. Um, they should combine the... U.S. and Intercontinental? No, the world and Intercontinental. That's already can yeah, combined now. Yeah. Um, and then have the U.S. title just sort of be their second tier title. I mean, they have all their like fucking like weight classes and shit too, right? Well, there's the never open weight title that Kenta had. Did he? Yeah, he lost it to uh, Haruki Goto. That match was good too. Um, stiff as always. Like Goto's like constantly like slapping around Kenta and the other way around. Like Kenta's like. Working Goto's neck. Like, just super hard-hitting stuff. So, I don't know. Have you watched any of the New Japan spoilers at all? No, not at all. Um, so, Naito won both titles at the end of the year. Oh, actually, I did Naito. read that. Um, and then Kenta came out and attacked him and sat on top of him with both belts. Okay. I was like, ah, oh, it's so good. That's such <laughs> a good way to end the show. Everyone was booing him. It was, I was like, oh, all right. New Japan has the number one heel. For the first time ever. Because it's always like two over guys fighting in New Japan. And no one's ever like that super like heavily booed bad guy. Whereas Kenta is just heavily detested by everybody now. I mean, wasn't that like pretty much what Naito was? But by the time he was having heavyweight match, like title matches, he had already kind of... Well, he was sort of like... His story was that he had gone to... Mexico. Mexico to sort of like... Because he was the Roman Reigns of Japan. Kind of, yeah. Like yeah. They were they had high hopes for him, but he never really materialized. So. And they resented him because they had high hopes for him, and he and they didn't like him. Yeah, exactly. And he came back, and he was a dick. Yeah. And he broke the intercontinental title because he kicked it. <laughs> well, he smashed. That it was so times. fucking great. <laughs> when he got the when he got the intercontinental title and just refused to carry it, that was such good shit. Um, well, the, that all started too when like he finally won the IWGP World Title. And, like, he gets it and hands it to him because, like, this is what he'd worked so hard for for all these years. And it's finally there. And he just immediately just takes it and throws it up in the air and over his shoulder. <laughs> and I don't care. <laughs> um, but now he cares and Kenta is coming for him. Good. When's he going to join the Bullet Club? Kenta? Yeah. He's already, he's been in Bullet Club for. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. He joined Bullet Club at the... I don't know if it was during the G1, but um, he had, was like attacking Shibata, who was like his friend who brought who's Shibata brought him back. He's the guy who had butted Okada and like broke himself and like can't wrestle anymore. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, oh. so the story was Shibata brought Kenta back to New Japan, and then Kenta turned on Shibata and joined Bullet Club. And he headbutted him? <laughs> well, he just like sat on... Like, his, the thing where he sits on top of people is Shibata's old pose. So he's taunting Shibata, too, while he does that. A guy who can't wrestle because he broke his own head? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, God. So Kenta is... <laughs> I forgot about that until you just reminded me, and I yeah, just remembered the noise. Kenta is universally detested now in Japan, <laughs> and it's great. Um, the other big match I'm excited for is Minoru Suzuki is challenging Moxley for the U.S. title. Um, after Wait, did Moxley, Moxley win? Moxley won both nights, yeah. Okay. Um, so Moxley is the U.S. champion. So Minoru Suzuki came out and like beat up Moxley after his second match. And so on New Year's Dash, which was last night slash today, uh, Moxley came out and attacked Minoru Suzuki after his match. So that's like the feud that I would like to see in New Japan is those two fucking psychos. What's the next New Japan event? Like, I don't know how their how their like pay per views quote unquote work. So they had New Year's Dash, which is kind of the blow off, and now in like two weeks they'll have another show. Okay, but it's, it'll just be like a normal TV show. Um, their next, I'll have, I'll talk. I don't know offhand. Um, where's my phone? I mean, they don't have like a monthly thing, right? No, it's it's sort of sporadic. Um, let me check. Google time, wasting your time on the internet with a Google search. I mean, maybe, maybe people who listen to this don't, uh, also don't know. I mean, I everything I know about New Japan is pretty much anything you've told me, so. So. New Japan schedule set. And so February 1st and 2nd, it's New Beginning. And then... The Gorilla Biscuit's going to play? Oh, that's New Direction. New Beginning's a Hammer Bros song. Like the, I guess their next big, th- like, huge event that they'll do is um, the New Japan Cup in, in March and then Dominion in June. So it's more like NXT, how there's, like, little shows, like for two, three months, and then quarterly, there's, like, a big show. Yeah, like kind of the way it should be, really. Yeah. So, yeah, but I'll have to cancel my New Japan <laughs> subscription again soon. <laughs> get all that stuff in. Get all that stuff in, and then get the network back for three months, and then yeah, go back to New Japan World? Yep. Yep. Base it all around uh, big... Big four pay-per-views, even though he can't even call fucking Survivor Series a big four pay-per-view anymore because they, they have a big three. Yeah. Like, Survivor Series sucks. I wish it was just a night of four-man elimination tags. Yeah. And then the winners of the matches fight at the end. A lot of those would be good now. Just make them all fucking car crashes. Well, the That's what they, they should do. They should combine TLC and Survivor Series and have them all be... <laughs> or extreme rules in Survivor Series have four matches for the entire night and have them all be fucking giant car crashes. Every match is the WCW junkyard brawl. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I, but I would like to, I would like to see that format return because the way they do it now is like they have to rush those matches because they they book like twenty five matches on a show. Yeah. Um, 
and like so like a match will start and then someone will take like a kick and then they'll get pinned and they'll be going in. And I'm like that doesn't happen on any other night. Like that would never be a finish to a match. No, they should have four matches and I mean you're still gonna get if you get if you have four matches, you get thirty two guys wrestling. Five matches if you include the pre show, that's eight forty. Forty people work. Yeah. And girls. Girls can have a survivor series. Well, match I, too. I thought you meant you included girls when you said guys. I, I did. I kind of view guys as more of like a, a a unisex term now nowadays anyway. Yeah. Guys, dudes, whatever. Bros, broettes. Girls girls can be, you know, dudes in a yeah. linguistic terminology. You know. Of course. You, you know. <laughs> so that's how I thought you meant it anyway. Yeah. For, 40 persons. 40, 40, they, they're, them they're they's. Them. Yeah. <laughs> 40 them they's. They them's. They them's. They them's. <laughs> we should start a new religion where if you uh, martyr yourself, you get 40 they them's. <laughs> <laughs> so just people? Un- undecided pronoun people? It's a, it's a, like a mixed bag, you know, it's a. It's what are those things called? The uh, the boxes you get in the mail. Uh, uh, loot crate. Yeah, it's a loot crate of of they them. A, a, a loot crate of of it's, it's a genderless people. Yeah, could be girls, could be guys, could be trans. You know, whatever. Do you know that non-binary is an option on the Massachusetts licenses now? I think I heard that. Yeah. It took a lot of willpower to not just check that for fun. <laughs> 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 Good. It's not meant to be a joke. Man. I know. <laughs> I'm aware that, <laughs> I was, but like, how can I how can I say this with like with grace and compassion? Because because like I I I'm glad that they do it. You're not gonna Ricky Gervais this. <laughs> no, but I do kind of like that. Did uh, we'll go back to that after? Okay. Um, but like. If someone like visually is very identified as a gender, I'm very visually identifiable as male. So if like, uh, yeah, if a cop pulled me over and said like, huh? Like, I mean. It would raise an eyebrow. Yeah. Especially like 90% of my day, I present as redneck, (laughs) kind of. (laughs) Or like. Deep down, you're not. No, like once I get out of work clothes, I'm like lib cuck all the way. <laughs> but like my I'm a, I'm a construction working they took our jorbs looking guy <laughs> for most of the day. So that would just really throw him through a loop. Yeah. Um so but yeah. my Ricky Gervais thing was just about how he like jokes about trans people all the time on Twitter. Oh, that was yeah. not. Yeah, so it wasn't so much about his monologue from last yeah. night. So well, we got time. Why don't you talk about that? Well, that wasn't so much about that. But um, did you hear about the 2020 thing on Jeffrey Epstein? The 2020 thing. The tw- um, 60 Minutes. Excuse me. No, what <laughs> they interviewed a guy whose like, job was to do the autopsies for prison suicides, and uh, he analyzed like, no, this, this is all wrong. Yeah. So the internet's right. So it seems. I mean. I mean, it's obviously like common sense too, but there was no way he killed himself. No. It, like it looked like he got choked out with like wire. Yeah, is what he said. 
Um, so uh, he like I guess well anyway, uh, Ricky Gervais hosted the Golden Globes. I did not watch this, but I saw people making a really big deal about him making fun of Hollywood elites, and I was like, well, yeah, that's. What happens at those shows? I mean, like, yeah, like it wasn't like a funny one. Like, I, I, I like it because he's kind of right, but it wasn't like a haha ribbon. It was like a well, it was like probably too much for an award show. Like it wasn't like fun. It was probably it was more uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I, I saw, and it wasn't trying to be funny. It was trying to be like mean, mean. Yeah, I mean, like you guys are fucking ridiculous. Um, so. I wouldn't even say if I agree with him or not. I do, but um, like he's kind of a dick anyway. Um, yeah. But uh, what annoyed me about this whole thing was like the big deal that people made it out to be, and I was just like, "You're playing right into it." I was just like, "You fucking idiot. like these you are the fucking same, sheeple." These are the same people who I will see post about like Adam Carolla shit being like, "Oh, they don't allow." certain types of speech at college campuses and that's an outrage people should be allowed to speak their truth or <coughs> blah, 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 blah. and now i'm like no with the f- same flip of a coin you are cheering as someone silences someone with a vo- viewpoint you perceive as not yours and i'm just like you fucking hypocrite uh you disgust me so fu- uh, i hate people so much yeah i don't like i don't believe in free speech Say whatever you want, but you know you got to deal with the consequences of it. Yeah, that's sort of my view. So I try to keep my shit, you know, normal. I only think that if you speak at a college, you have to be on the side of queering doesn't make the world work. <laughs> that's a lot of people. Like, yeah, that shit. Like, I th- the way I think they view it is conservatives should be allowed to speak where liberals should not. I think that's how the, that's why they're mad that college campuses won't allow conservatives, certain conservatives, to speak because they're too far like beyond the pale. Like Milo Yiannopoulos is saying, like, yeah, kids should be allowed to be molested by the church. You know, it was great. Who said that? And who is that? That Milo Yiannopoulos dude. He's the gay British dude who is like a super far right wing Christian. Gay British far right Christian. Yes. Oh, that sounds like a Saturday Night Live sketch. It's, it's like uh, he's like like I can't deal with people like that. Oh God, someone that shitty with an accent. Yeah, he's ex- he, he calls himself a provocateur, and Ugh. he's like ex- extremely pretentious. I am very progressive, but I'm also very xenophobic. <laughs> okay, that's how I'm going to sum up my last sentence I just said. That's exactly that's ex- actually exactly what he is like. He's, he's, uh, well, he's not progressive either. He's like super far right wing. Yeah. He's like, I just happen to be gay and I wish I wasn't. (laughs) I'm very going to hell, but (laughs) God damn it. I'm going to love every minute of getting there. (laughs) He is a very evil dude. Yeah. He said like, he legit was like, yeah, kids should be allowed to be molested by the church. But why? Who takes that viewpoint? Far right fucking banana heads yeah and then people are like uh, we don't banana want twats people are like we don't really want anything to do with you and then they're like oh you're suppressing my free speech and then all the right wingers are like yeah bah, 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 you can't suppress his speech and now this they're all like oh yeah he shut all those hollywood elitists up like we want to hear your global warning poopla 
in our awards show that we're watching you, where you're going to leave and go back to your millions and your mansions. Uh, you f- I just hate people so much. I don't, I don't hate the Hollywood elites. I hate the fucking common person who watches them. <laughs> I then, hate the common and, man. And then, and as the gall to judge them like, here, like they're any better. You know what? Ricky Gervais said all those Hollywood elites don't have the right to fucking have an opinion because they've spent no time in school. Uh, all you fucking listener out there, well, not listener who I converse with, you know, you're excluded from this, but, uh, you know, the, the common person who's out there uh, talking shit about that, you have even less of a right to have an opinion than they do. Because yeah. you went to school and you're still dumb as rocks and you're still nothing and those people made something of themselves. Yeah, listener, you're trash. <laughs> what are you doing with your life, listener? You fucking you and you have the fucking audacity to sit there and think that you're any better than they are. Yeah. They they got awards. You watched them get awards. Yeah, what did you what are you getting? You they getting, have every right to fucking stand up there and tell you how to live your life. What's your award? Dad of the year? Who gave you that? You're Fucking idiot kid. <laughs> wait, 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 and, li- and, and they're gonna grow up and suck too. Yeah. Would Lil Listener give you that? Lil Listener. <laughs> you little fucking listener. You little bitch listener. <laughs> you little pussy. Let me you fucking did you learn how to pee in a toilet, you little bitch listener? Fucking scumbags. <laughs> Do and does any listener have a child? <laughs> um I know a listener who has None of the child. listener that I know. I know a listener. Uh, you know, they'll get a kick out of this though. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to... Of all the things that we've said, I can't imagine a listener getting upset about this one. So so all the fucking white people were fucking all about Ricky Gervais sh- silencing the Hollywood elites, but not one of them mentioned one of the good points he made, which was like, no black people were nominated for anything because they're super racist. And I'm like, yep. Every year. They mentioned, hey, no minorities, no women, no black people. What about Cuba Gooding Jr.? He's like on trial for like he's getting canceled right now, basically. What did Cuba Gooding Jr. do? He got handsy with multiple ladies. I mean, he's a handsome black man. Of course he did. <laughs> uh, but I guess I guess it wasn't consensual, and that's not cool. They didn't, uh-huh. sign, they didn't sign a sex contract. They should have. They didn't say, show me the money. <laughs> and he said, I'm Cuba Gooding Jr. That money went away a long time ago. Uh, you know. He spent it on good causes. Was, it, was he OJ? <laughs> In the, uh, the trial of OJ Simpson? Was Cuba Gooding Jr. OJ? I think he was. I don't know. On the miniseries uh, that I, I didn't I watch. Watched, I never watched it. That's the Ron's dead. <laughs> I think you, I'm not even going to look it up. I'm saying that it is. All right. Cool. I don't need to be correct about this. Correct a mundo. So, uh, what are your fig plans for the year? Um, San Francisco Toy Makers, WCW, uh, the ones that don't move. And, uh, Probably knock off the rest of the ECW ones. I'm missing such a small amount of them. Cool. Uh, I'm going to have a lean year collecting. I am at a, a freeze right now. Yeah, me too. 
I picked up. I I, I broke my own rule. I picked up that Rodan <laughs> figure. It was on clearance at Walmart, so I was like, oh, it's on clearance. I'll take it." Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's twenty five cents off, but it's on yeah. clearance. No, it was like six bucks off. Yeah, I was kidding. so. <laughs> that, that that's my plan right now is to to take some time off and no games, no no figs, nothing. No, I got so my treat for not jumping off a fucking bridge because I was so fucking broke cuz I got a check for money and it's not enough to buy a car, but it's enough to more than cover a down payment on a car. Mhm. So I bought myself a NES Center EverDrive, but I bought the Famicom version, and I'm going to get a Famicom with the AV mod. Yeah. Play that. It's fun looking. I'll probably buy it, and I, then... I would steer you away from an AVS because they don't read EverDrives. Those are really good for HDTVs, but um, if that's the case, definitely a modded uh actual Famicom is the way to go. No, that's what I'm doing. The AV, yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm buying an actual... An actual vintage Famicom from Japan. Yep. From Japan. 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 Yeah. With the old fucking hardwired controllers. Yep. Like a dick. <laughs> that really sucks that they did that. Me. Like the NES was like perfect, you know. Those two, those controller legs were like perfect to sit like. The right distance away. They're all like six, seven feet. Yeah. So. And then for some reason, the NES video were like two feet. I don't think they're that short. They're very short on the NES one. Yes, yeah. NES one. I think they're three feet. Well, we'll make it work. All yeah. I know is I'm going to fucking save state the shit out of hard games, and then I'm going to brag about beating them on the internet. Um, I have played beat games on devices that allow for save states and not use them and it doesn't matter you're like in my opinion you if you beat the game you beat the game yeah but to people on the internet the, they're just like ah cheater yeah and i'm just like not really though i mean it's like pausing the game you're pausing the game and then going back to the place you paused it well, no, <laughs> save states are cheap. <laughs> I got good at save states last night. Now, I got bad at keeping track of timers last night, so I have to start over again. <laughs> but anyway, get past one part that's hard, save state. Yeah. Save state. But you just keep going back to where you saved it. it I was very, I'm sure it was very annoying to hear the music go back and then hear two seconds of it and go back and then hear it again. It's like fucking mixing a Nitro Party song. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, get ready for the uh, the spring of John beating hard games that he definitely didn't use the save state and do it real cheap in about six hours. Whatever. Yeah. I say you beat it. I'm going to win an award. Best guy at beating hard games. I'm like the Billy Mitchell of this shit. You know what Billy Mitchell always says? Uh, USA. A plan. Hot sauce. Billy Mitchell's a dick. <laughs>